Today, we talk about some of the bigger topics that are on the minds of fans, namely catchers, outfielders, and we've got the latest news and notes from around Major League Baseball on today's episode of Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Cardinals fans, I'm J.D. Hafford, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou and a lifetime Cardinals fan, and I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio, follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast. Also available on YouTube. Be sure to like and subscribe and comment so you can interact with us. Hit that notification button so you know when new episodes are posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. So uh, releasing a bit of a uh, later version of the podcast today. And that's, uh, if you can't tell, well, if you're on YouTube, you can tell. But I wear my Blues jersey. Uh, was watching the Blues game tonight, and uh, that sucked. Um Lost to the Dallas Stars. They actually played well, just a couple of miscues, and then they lose again. So I don't know about this team yet, man. It's like up and down, up and down. So maybe they'll they'll get it all squared away eventually. Uh, But for those of you who are new to the podcast, I like to take the questions and comments mentioned in the videos and in like Twitter messages and discuss them on Mondays. And boy, did we have some solid conversation over this weekend. We're going to start with the hottest topic going on in Cardinals Nation right now, and that's the catching position. A lot of people with a lot of different opinions going back and forth over this weekend, and people bring up some interesting points about all the rumored future Cardinals, like uh, Wilson Contreras and Sean Murphy and Alejandro Kirk and Christian Vasquez. And before I read what some of the people are saying, once again, let me say that I I just appreciate all the back and forth and discussion on all of the subjects. And uh, what's great is that as of right now, nobody's wrong. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. That guy's not wrong. Like all of our opinions, nothing's been proven yet. So we don't have a right or wrong answer just yet. If you like Contreras, great. If you prefer Sean Murphy, awesome. If Kirk is your guy, so be it. No big deal because nobody is wrong right now. It's all about preference and what you think is most important for this team. And I brought up a lot of different points about each guy in the last video that we did. So make sure you check that out. But here's what some people thought about um, what I said in that video. And uh, we'll start with Tim Murray here. And I personally would not mind getting Kirk, but I'm 100% against getting rid of Dylan Carlson. I truly believe he has a lot to prove yet. I think this year we will see an entire new side of him. Not to mention he is a switch hitter. They can take the ball deep from both sides of the plate. But he is a 5-2 player, and the Cards would be making a huge mistake if they move him. Again, my opinion here. All right, thank you, Tim, for chiming in. By the way, good name. I actually know a Tim Murray. He's the trainer for the hockey team that I do the PA for. Uh, good guy. Actually just won, like, Athletic Trainer of the Year or something for uh, for the ECHL. So, uh, good name. Um, I don't think they're actively trying to move Dylan Carlson either. I, I get the sense that they're expecting a bounce-back season from him. At least that's what they're hoping for and that the injuries were really a big reason why he struggled as much as he did. Now, anything I've read or heard about trading with the Toronto Blue Jays is that they they like Lars Newtbar. They don't love him, but they're going to want more than just Lars Newtbar if a deal is made. 
Uh, they're using the value of Kirk. Uh, he's an all-star to get more. And as they should, you know, I mean, he is a 24 year old all-star catcher. You know, it's not like there's a lot of those available. And honestly, I'm not sure why they'd even move him to be, you know, thinking about it. It's like, why would you get rid of a 24 year old all-star catcher? Why would you do that? Um, why not have him? And was it Gabriel Moreno? Yeah, uh, their top prospect, their top catching prospect, be their duo and then send Jansen somewhere. And the answer I've gotten to that question, if you've asked it too, is that uh, they would trade Kirk because they could get more for Kirk than they would for Jansen, which is true. You know, people are more willing to trade bigger pieces to have Kirk in their lineup and on their team than they would for uh, Danny Jansen. Um, there's just nothing about Danny Jansen that moves the needle for me. You know, I, I just personally, I just, I don't, I don't get it, but the Cardinals are going to have to get someone and there's only so many catchers to go around. So maybe Jansen's the guy they end up having to get that would That would not be great. Uh, the athletics kid Rosenthal wrote about this uh, entire situation saying catcher is such a weak offensive position in the majors. It seems almost inevitable. The athletics will get a strong return for Sean Murphy and the blue Jays will fare well if they trade one of their three catchers and Alejandro Kirk, Danny Jansen, or Gabriel Moreno. Each of those players is under club control for a different number of years. Moreno for six, Kirk for four, Murphy three, and Jansen two. The Guardians, as they await the arrival of Bo Naylor, wanted Murphy at the trade deadline. The Padres, under former A's manager Bob Melvin, likely have current interest in him as well. But Padres officials remain high on Luis Campusano, and after depleting their farm system with the Juan Soto blockbuster, probably would not want to include their top prospect, shortstop Jackson Merrill, in a trade. The Cardinals, who need to replace Yadier Molina, are another club with an obvious need. Ditto for the Red Sox, whose only experienced catcher is Reese McGuire, and the Rays, who are down to Christian Bethencourt and Francisco Mejia. But even clubs that appear relatively set, the Yankees, for example, could be in the mix for Murphy. The league-wide 6.63 OPS at catcher last season was the lowest since 1989 when it was 6.35. We must realize that it's not just the Cardinals who are going after these guys. And that's something that, you know, I'm guilty of doing all the time where I'm like, okay, it's just Cardinals. Who do we want? We just go out and we take what we want, right? And that's not necessarily the case. Uh, there's going to be competition and the sweetest deal will win. Uh, Eric Shepard wrote, I'm a Jays fan. Kirk had 10 weeks straight of a 1,000 OPS. He made the all-star game and won the SS in that stretch. I'm assuming he means Silver Slugger there, although I don't think Kirk won that. Uh, the other 20 or so weeks of the season, including the final 10, he was terrible with a 600 OPS. We need to trade a catcher, and we need left fielder outfields. I think that's what he's trying to say. He just needs a left fielder. We want new bar for Kirk, same discipline and age, basically a perfect one-for-one. One. Gorman is too inexperienced for us to acquire now. And Liberator was your mistake, LOL. We aren't taking him. And he's talking about the trade that I proposed that maybe if you had to trade uh, Matthew Liberatore and Gorman to get somebody like Kirk, would you do it? Uh, first off, thanks again, Eric, for jumping in. Appreciate you. And that's another side of this is we don't even know who the Blue Jays like, you know, um, the locked on Blue Jays people that we used to have are no longer with the company now. So I have nobody to bounce this off of that I know with the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay. Uh, so we don't know that the Blue Jays even like any of the people that the, the Cardinals are willing to move. Libertor was the Cardinals top pitching prospect heading into this season. And then he uh, got jumped by Gordon Graceffo. Maybe people aren't high on him. So are the Cardinals more comfortable moving 
new bar or a Gorman or both to get one of those guys, plus a Graceffa or a Michael McGreevy, their former number one uh, pick and number nine overall prospect, which is another reason why Contreras, although he's going to be expensive, continues to be intriguing because it's only money involved there. You don't have to get rid of anybody. You're going to lose a draft pick. That's that's a thing. But um, another side of this that was brought up repeatedly on uh, the comment section was uh, Contreras' injury history. And it's they're right. He's, he's had a couple of bad years recently. I mean, just last year, hamstring twice, ankle twice, had a foot problem. That's just in 2022 alone. So those concerns are there. And for those of you who were uh, knocking Sean Murphy for not playing at catcher enough, we had a couple of people who were saying, oh, he's just a DH. He didn't catch that much. What? Only one catcher caught more games in 2022 than Sean Murphy, and that was JT Real Muto from the Phillies, who caught 133 games. Murphy was second at 116. And I know here in St. Louis, we're used to Yadier Molina going out and catching like 140 games, and that's just not the way it's going to be done anymore. People are not going to use their catchers like that, which is why they want two. You know, you've already got Kisner. All right. You trust him. You think he's a good defensive guy, good backup guy, but you want that main guy to start the majority of games. They don't have to start 140 games, you guys. And that's why you can use them in the DH role. It kind of takes a little bit of pressure off of their, their knees, their legs, and uh, they take a beating back there, man. That's a tough job. Right or wrong, I still have on my wish list right now, Sean Murphy is number one. He's my favorite right now. I just think he offers both sides of things that you need. Offensive side, good. Defensive side, good. Then it's Contreras, who's way more offensively uh, good, I should say. Like, he's just a better offensive player, put it that way, than he is defensive, okay? That's where his problems are, are on the defensive side of things. But uh, I like him next, and then I like Kirk and then Vasquez. So uh, feel free to disagree. Plenty of people did with me, but that's just my feelings on it, okay? Uh, we'll discuss the outfielders next year on Locked on Cardinals. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. Uh, watched a lot of soccer today, by the way, the world cup stuff. I don't get into soccer normally, but world cup, I just, I'm drawn to it. I, I enjoy it. I, it was, um, who was it? South Korea and Ghana today. I was watching. That was a crazy game. Three, two final. It was, it was really fun to watch. Um, bet online, always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix on whichever sport you're interested in. Uh, Monday night football tonight, you had the Colts hosting the Steelers. Uh, college games are up for the conference championship games, Michigan, Purdue, Georgia, LSU, and more. So put your picks in, try to make some money Head to the website today, or you can use your mobile device to learn more bet online where the game starts. Thanks for making locked on Cardinals. Your first listen today for your second listen, check out locked on sports today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only locked on can provide locked on sports today. Available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So the outfield market doesn't have a lot of big names outside of that Aaron Judge fella. All right? Kind of a big deal. And the Cardinals, in all honesty, they haven't really been a team that's been mentioned much in picking up a starting outfielder. Uh, depth, sure. That's something that they've kicked around. Uh, their need for a veteran left-handed bat is something that's been brought up. Uh, but they've got a lot of outfielders already. You've got Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson, Lars Newbar. 
Juan Yepes, whether you like him as an outfielder or not, that is his normal position. Uh, Alec Burleson, you got him ready to go this year. And if things go well, top prospect Jordan Walker could end up on this team. So outfield's got a lot of people in it already. But people were asking about it, so let's discuss. Uh, the name that got brought up the most, uh, Brandon Nimmo, is one that people think would be a good pickup. I'm not entirely sold on Nimmo. He's 29 years old and had a career year and a contract season, which is something you always kind of worry about, that they play up to this extra level when it's their contract year, and then they regress after that, which is something you got to be careful with. That being said, he had a pretty good year. 274, 16 home runs, 64 RBIs, 30 doubles, league-leading seven triples for the Mets. Um, and he hit leadoff, which is something the Cardinals need. They need a leadoff hitter. It's been said that he could land uh, probably a $20 million a year deal, wherever uh, anybody goes to, wherever he ends up going to. Uh, D.C. Green Road, in the end, I say make the right deal for Murphy. Sign Brandon Nemo, a proven 270, 280 hitter in the majors with above-average defense. Dylan Carlson is, in my mind, uh, is still all potential. The Cardinals need a solid left-handed bat. The lineup would now look like this. Newpar and right, Donovan at second, Goldschmidt, Arenado, O'Neal, Yepes Gorman is your DH combo, Nemo in center, Murphy catching, and then Edmund at shortstop. That's a division-winning lineup with lots of gold gloves and would compete for an NL pennant. And to you, D.C. Green, I say, yeah, <laughs> that looks pretty good. And I'm assuming Carlson would be in a trade for Murphy in this scenario that you've uh, brought up here because you didn't have his name in the lineup at all, so I guess he's getting traded. Um, I don't hate that plan. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I worry a little that Nimmo has only played over 100 games twice in his career. But on paper, that's a pretty good lineup. I mean, if you get the... The, the the production out of Nemo that you did this year that he did with the Mets uh, consistent, you get that again, yeah, why not? Um, I it, you know, I I don't have a lot of issues with that lineup. That would be great. Um, I just don't know if the Cardinals are going to spend twenty million dollars on another outfielder. I just I I just don't see it. But I like it. And I would actually bat him leadoff. I'd have Newpar lower in the lineup, and I'd have Nimmo batting leadoff if we're if we're talking lineups there, DC. Um, another outfield name that uh, I've been asked about is Andrew Benintendi, who was with the Red Sox and the Royals and the Yankees last year. Left-handed hitting leadoff hitter, hit 320 with the Royals and made the All-Star team before getting traded at the deadline to the Yankees, where he struggled a bit hitting, only uh, hit 254, and then he got hurt. He did win a gold glove in 2021, which is, you know, something that we here in St. Louis love. We love the defense. We love that. We, we love getting all the gold gloves. Um, if you did sign him, he's a left fielder. He doesn't play center field. Uh, so you could move O'Neill to center and trade Carlson or trade O'Neill. If you think that's the smarter play, there are options there. Uh, I've read that the Mariners are somebody who are very much interested in Ben Attendee. Uh, the Yankees want to resign him too. Um, I like Andrew Benintendi. Uh, I always have. I think he's a, a nice ball player, and I think he would do well with the Cardinals. Um, you know, Bush Stadium's not a, a power-hitting ballpark, and he's not a power-hitting guy. A lot of doubles, though. And as long as you're getting on base in front of, you know, Goldie and Arenado and O'Neal and these other guys, the meat of your order, that's what I really, really want. If I could do that and just get somebody who's got a great on-base percentage and can play outfield and hits right-handers well – that's what I'm looking for. And Ben Attendi fits that mold. Uh, Michael Conforto, another name, left-handed stick with pop. He was hurt all last season. 
a lot of people are in on Michael Conforto because uh, he was a pretty good ball player before he got hurt. So um, I feel like he's probably going to get priced out of the Cardinals range if they were interested in an outfielder at all. But again, just like shortstop, I think the Cardinals will – I know it's boring, you guys, but I'm telling you, I think they're going to settle with what they have rather than spend on that outfield position, just like they're going to do with shortstop. Like that's just where everything is pointing, that they are not going to get into these bidding wars with any of these big names. And it's fun for us to to kick these names around and have some fun with it and play fantasy baseball with the names. But at the end of the day, do you really see the Cardinals spending all that money on one of these guys at either shortstop or in the outfield? And I just don't see it. I would love to be wrong. I would love them to make a splash move like that. But, I mean, how long have you watched this team? Do they do that normally? Nope. Uh, there have been a couple of names that signed with teams that I want to bring up to you guys. Uh, one of them, a former MVP. I'll tell you about it next on Locked on Cardinals. Now that it is, what is today? 28th of November, all right? We're almost to the Christmas time. And uh, we're already in the holidays, obviously. We just had Thanksgiving. Property crimes, burglaries, package thefts, things like that. They spike nationally this time of year. And that's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. You can order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. Uh, they've got the they've got the name, you know, they they've won the awards. They they were named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report for a third year in a row. All right, they're consistent they're constantly at the top of the game, which is a good thing. You want somebody you can trust. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use what they call fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify, verify that your uh, threat is real so that you get priority police response. Whole home security. So we're talking about advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. You got those really cool HD security cameras that uh, you see people out at restaurants and bars looking at them all the time. Like, hey, look at my dog or look at my husband sit on the couch watching football or whatever. Um, you see them always toying around with that. But smarter ways to detect motion that alerts you only when a threat is real. You know, you don't want some bogus thing going off and freaking you out. Uh, they've got hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. And it's not that expensive. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs less than a buck a day. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, you can stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. Arm and disarm it when you want to. Unlock it for a guest if need be. Access your cameras. Adjust system settings. It's all available. And right now, it's 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB today. This is their biggest discount of the year. Holidays are here, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com locked on MLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Former AL MVP Jose Obreu has got himself a new home. He is going from the Chicago White Sox and joining the world champion Houston Astros. Like that's all they need is another slugger, right? Uh, an excellent move for Houston. It's bold. And I'm jealous. This is what the Cardinals don't do. And it's maddening. The Cardinals get by with what they have instead of improving things and going out on a limb and saying, yeah, let's get this guy and let's make let's make our team that's good make it great. You know? And they don't do it. The Astros just win a championship. And what do they do? They go out and improve their team. You know? First base was not so good for them last year with uh, Guriel. 
Gurriel had a down year. He's older. Jose Abreu's older, but still, he's younger than Gurriel was, and he had a good season. And in 2020, he was the MVP in the American League. I mean, what kind of damage is Abreu going to do in that little baby left field at Houston, the Crawford boxes? Like, how many little pop-ups is he going to put over the wall there? Like, it's a great move. But the Cardinals don't do that stuff. They're like, eh, we're okay. Uh, the Dodgers are set to meet with free agent Justin Verlander on Monday. According to MLB Network insider John Heyman, the Mets and Yankees also interested, and the Astros still in the mix, according to Heyman. But again, you've got teams that are willing to spend to improve their team to win the World Championship. And um, it, the Cardinals just aren't doing it right now. And yeah, they've got more constraints when it comes to their payroll. But I just, uh, you know, it just bugs me that they they can't get in on this stuff. MLB Network Insider Joel Sherman said an agreement between Trey Turner and the Phillies has a good chance to happen. I still think he'd be a perfect fit for the Cardinals. But again, they appear to be willing to settle with what they got in Edmund and Donovan up the middle, who were good. But why are, why can't we be great? Why can't we go for greatness? Ken Rosenthal reports that while the Rangers have continued to show interest in all of the top starting pitchers on the free agent market, they appear to be more confident about their chances of signing Carlos Rodon and possibly Kodai Senga, the Japanese pitcher that's coming over, than they do of landing Jacob deGrom or Justin Verlander. I mean, look at the Rangers, who stunk last year, but they're putting money into their, into their team. Carlos Santana, we talked about him as a a possible DH guy name that was brought up. Uh, he's off the market, signed with the Pirates. Mike Clevenger, who uh, pitched very well against the Cardinals uh, when he was with the Padres this year, signed with the White Sox. So things are starting to move a little more as we creep up to those winter meetings, which will begin on December 4th in San Diego. Um, but yeah, so far, you know, hot stove, as they like to call it, has uh, been pretty... Pretty mild. There hasn't been a lot going on yet. You, I feel like a lot of people are waiting for that first big domino, which is Aaron Judge. You know, when that drops, then people are going to start shifting around of like what they're interested in, uh, whatever the first big picture is when DeGrom decides or Verlander decides, then you'll start to see that domino effect and other people will go and get signed. But because uh, you got to set the bar on what people are going to make, which is why we're still kind of stuck in neutral here. But things will probably get moving here on December 4th. Thank you once again to all of you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen today. For your next listen, check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. As always, be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. You are the best fans in baseball for a reason, and I'll see you next time on Locked on Cardinals. 